In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Dear friends, the parable that Jesus recounts today ought to give us reason to stop and think about our own spiritual life. Of course, Jesus is not talking about the proper etiquette for attending weddings and other big parties. Rather, he's talking about the conscious and unconscious decisions we all make about our relationship with God. First of all, God extends an invitation to salvation. And for a variety of reasons, a surprising number of people say no to God's invitation. It may be like, it may be that like many of God's chosen people, they are looking for the wrong thing. God offers them holiness, but they are looking for social prestige or political connections or economic advantage. Or perhaps God offers them the faith, but they are unwilling to accept the responsibilities of Christian behavior that go along being that go along with being a Catholic. God touches the hearts, but so does the devil and they are seduced right back into their bad behavior. Or maybe they are just simply too lazy, too lazy to learn anything about their faith, too lazy to pray. Some like the people in the parable even react brutally. God extends an invitation to them but they respond only with hatred, trying to claim that God and religion are the source of the world's troubles. Sometimes this sort of hatred even bubbles over into violence and revolution. The history books are filled with this kind. The parable today goes on to say that when the wedding party was finally filled with guests, the king came. And this parable makes it seem as though the king is both arbitrary and cruel. He commanded his servants to invite everyone to the feast, and then he's picky about what they are wearing. So picky that he will punish in a brutal way someone probably who was poor, maybe even from the streets, who didn't have any good clothes. 
It is essential to understand how parties, banquets, weddings worked in the ancient world. When kings or leaders would knowing would invite everyone to a party, then knowing that most would be poor and not have proper vesture, would normally send out the royal tailors to make proper clothing for everyone who was invited, or in some other way provide the fitting clothes. So with this in mind, with this history, it's not difficult to recognize, to understand why the king would have been so upset about seeing this improperly attired man. This man would have intentionally, deliberately, refused to wear the clothing that was required and that he had made available. The man had refused to take off his whole clothing and put on the new. We accept God's invitation to salvation. We are baptized. We are members of the church. We come to the wedding feast. But so many times, we just go through the motions. We come to the, we come to the wedding feast, but we refuse the garments of sanctifying grace, rarely in ever confessing our sins and receiving the forgiveness that God so freely offers to us. Or we come to the wedding feast and we refuse to wear the garment of charity. Neither are we there because we love God nor because we love our neighbor. Again, we refuse to use of something that costs nothing and earns us everything. Or we come to the wedding feast, but we refuse to do what St. Paul tells us today when he says, we must put on the new man. We, we claim to be Catholics externally, but we refuse to make the internal conversion that is so necessary if that external level is to have any meaning. Or we come to the wedding feast and we refuse to eat. And that is precisely what we do if we try to be Catholics without nourishing ourselves freely with the sacraments. Or perhaps we come and refuse to spend any time in conversation with our divine host, which is what we do if we ignore prayer and meditation on holy things. Now, 
probably, dear friends, to some degree, each one of us is guilty in some measure of all the things. And undoubtedly, there are additional ways in which we may attend the wedding feast while still rejecting God's hospitality, at least in parts. That is why our Lord gives us this parable today, so that we might make an examination of conscience, all of us. The lesson is clear. It's not enough to be on the guest list or to show up. God wants us to show up properly vested for the kingdom and its banquets. He will provide all we need to show up properly attired, but we need to cooperate with his vesting us in his virtues. We must do our part. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.